You know what I absolutely love about history? Its ability to always surprise you. You would spend your entire life thinking you know pretty much everything you need to know about a thing, a person or a place. And then one fine day, you would come across one tiny anecdote from the past that will completely change the way you see things. And I recently experienced this when I read about the famous temple town of Madurai. All the travel blogs, YouTube videos, and news articles primarily described this bustling city in India's Tamil Nadu as Athens of the East, owing to the presence of the grand Minakshi Sundareshwara temple as well as the many other beautiful temples that line up its streets. But did you know that this city played a crucial role in Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi's journey for India's freedom struggle? That it was in this very city that M.K. Gandhi, who everyone knows as the father of our nation, Mahatma Gandhi, donned the avatar of wearing only a lion cloth that came to define his likeness for generations to come. Well, if you didn't know about that, you're about to find out. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of History with Soumya. I am Soumya, a former journalist and a forever lover of sagas and stories. In the first season of this podcast, we will be exploring the history of the cities that have carved a special identity of their own. Cities that have their own unique epithets. And after traversing the lovely northeast town of Tezpur, we head towards the southern part of India to a place that is known for its temples, dosas, jasmine flowers and culture, Madurai, the Athens of the East. Actually, Athens of the East is just one of the many epithets that this ancient town in Tamil Nadu has. Madurai is also known as Tunganagaram or the city that never sleeps, Menigai Managar or the city of Jasmine, Kudal Managar or the city of Junctions and Koel Nagar, the temple city. In fact, Madurai is regarded as one of the oldest inhabited cities in the world. The city has been a major settlement for at least two millennia and is considered as the culture capital of Tamil Nadu. The earliest recorded history of Madurai dates back to the 3rd century BC when Greek historian Megasthenes visited Madurai and mentioned the city in his travel logs. His visit was then followed by ancient travellers like Venice's Marco Polo and Morocco's Ibn Battuta and other explorers from countries like Rome and Greece. You see, for a major period of time in its history, Madurai thrived under the rule of the Pandya dynasty. Located on the banks of the river Vaigai, Madurai developed as a trading centre and the capital of the Pandya kingdom as well as the hub of Tamil literature till the 10th century AD, following which it was captured by the Chola dynasty. However, the Pandyas conquered Madurai again in 1223 AD and the city once again continued to flourish as the cultural centre of the region. Like always, we first trace the origins of the city's name. So, the legend goes that the place where Madurai is situated used to be a forest called Kandabhavanam. 
One day, a farmer named Dhananjay came across Indra, the king of gods, praying to a Swayambhu Lingam or a self-manifested Lingam under a Kadamba tree. The farmer informed King Kulasekara Pandya about this divine sighting. The king immediately ordered the forest to be cleared and a temple to be built on the site. This magnificent and imposing temple came to be known as the legendary Minakshi Sundareshwarar Temple or the Minakshi Amman Temple around which the rest of the city was eventually established. According to the mythology, Lord Shiva visited the city on the day of its naming ceremony. As he blessed the town and its people, a few drops of divine nectar or madhu in Sanskrit fell from his tangled hair and onto the city. Thus, the city was named as Madhurapuri, which later came to be known as Madurai, as Maduram in Tamil denotes sweetness. In fact, the city is said to have been built in the shape of a lotus, with the awe-inspiring Minakshi temple right at the center of it. Apparently, all streets in this town ultimately lead to the Minakshi Amman temple. So no matter what path you're on, you are likely to find your way home to God in Madurai. So why is Madurai called Athens of the East? Well, according to N. Ramalingam, the former vice chairman of the Tamil Nadu chapter of the Indian Institute of Architects, it's all thanks to the Minakshi Amman Temple. While speaking to the Hindu, Ramalingam stated that the Greek pantheon in Athens was located at a higher altitude place that made it visible from all parts of the city. In the same way, the Minakshi Sundareshwarar Temple with its sky-high towers once used to be visible from anywhere from Madurai. However, he lamented that the modern-day high-rise structures make it impossible to get an unobstructed view of the temple now. Similarly, Ramalingam also claimed that the original structure of Madurai was partial towards the pedestrians, much like the cities of Greece and Rome, where there used to be a special provision for pedestrian walkways. Fascinating, isn't it? Now here's the million-dollar question. What's the connection between the Mahatma and Madurai? As per history records, Mahatma Gandhi had visited Madurai at least five times. And it is during one of those trips in the 1920s that this temple town became a significant part of the civil disobedience movement against the British Empire in India. So, it happened around the time in 1921 when Gandhiji was trying to persuade Indians to boycott British goods and clothes in favour of the Indian Khadi as mark of protests against the British rule. However, while travelling on a train from erstwhile Madras to Madurai, he came across an Indian man who made him realise that the poor could not afford to burn their foreign clothes because Khadi was expensive in the country. Pondering over his dilemma of finding an effective way to help the poor countrymen, Gandhiji reached the residence of Sri Ramji Kalyanji in Madurai at 175A West Masi Street. It is here that the Mahatma chanced upon an impoverished farmer walking down the street wearing nothing but a dhoti or a loincloth. cloth. Following this, 
Gandhiji decided to shun his traditional attire of shirt and hat and don only a simple white lion cloth in solidarity with the common man of this country. Giving insight to Gandhiji's iconic decision, A. Annamalai, who is the director of National Gandhi Museum in New Delhi, told the New Indian Express and I quote, Gandhiji had been struck by the poverty he had seen around him as far back as during the Champaran Satyagraha days. But this visit to South India made it all the more starker to him. The sight of poor peasants working in the fields in their lion cloths and their struggle for food and livelihood troubled him. Unquote. At present, the building in Madurai where Gandhiji stayed houses the Khadi Emporium, a fitting tribute to a great cause, right? In fact, Madurai continued to have deep connections with the Mahatma following this incident. During his fourth visit to the city in 1934, Gandhiji refused to cross the gates of the Minakshi Amman temple after learning that the Dalit community, whose people belonged to the lowest strata in the caste system of India, were not allowed to enter the temple. This incident prompted him to launch the Harijan Temple Entry Movement. Gandhiji had coined the term Harijan for Dalits as it meant people of God. Meanwhile, under his leadership, members of Gandhi's Harijan Sevak Sangh, led by A. Vaidyanath Ayer and P. Kakan, finally helped members of the Dalit community enter the Minakshi Amman Temple in 1939, defying the opposition of a few upper-caste Hindus. It was only after the Dalits were allowed entry that Gandhiji paid his respects at the temple in 1946, during his fifth and last visit to Madurai. Interestingly, the very first Gandhi Memorial Museum in India was established here in Madurai in 1959. Inaugurated by India's first Prime Minister Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru, the Gandhi Museum in Madurai houses the blood-stained lion cloth that Gandhiji had worn on the day he was assassinated. In fact, it is one of the only Gandhi museums in South India. Wow, what a multifaceted city Madurai is. Were you as surprised with its history as I was? Let me know what you think. And if you have any feedback for me, don't forget to drop me a message on my Instagram handle at historywithsomnia. And until next time, stay safe and stay happy. You were listening to History with Somnia.